Hi, I'm and I'm and we're the ghouls next street. I don't know, something what? different. Just slightly different, but they can't find us. Yeah. Yeah. Ghouls next door. You can't find us. It's a secret. We are undetermined. We are anonymous. Yeah, there. Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> We're not really here. It's not real. Yeah. So if you're listening to this super secret episode that you no can't be can found hear, elsewhere. But the, the people we want to hear. Yeah. Getting a message out to the people that we're being watched. You've hacked the podcast. We're all being watched. <laughs> you sound like very conspiracy. Well, it is. It's the truth. Because today we're talking about surveillance in yeah. our Horrors of Society episode. Yeah, so they're watching us. Moral yes. of the story. Did you know? Yes. They're watching us. So <laughs> maybe hide. I don't, I don't know if you can. Yeah. Move to Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> There's not many options. Yeah, I, I guess know. you could move to Moscow. I don't know if you're um, not being watched there either, though. So it's no, like... you're 100% being watched and manipulated there, Snowden. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we will be talking about what the government is doing to watch you. We'll talk about ways to safeguard against it. And why it's scary. Yeah. And we're also going to be talking about some video games and movies in which this idea is depicted. Yeah. Cool. Stay tuned, I guess. Alright, hi, friends. I know you can't really see me because I'm great at hiding myself, especially if you're listening because then you can't see us anyway, and these are whispers. That's true. So, you're welcome. It's a secret. Secrets. Um, in case y'all didn't know... Ever since the technology has existed for it, the government's been watching us. Mm-hmm. And they also, like, haven't been that subtle about it. I feel like we know. <laughs> we know. They tell us. We just don't care. Like, we care yeah. when we, like, are told we should. Mm-hmm. And then all the other times, it's just, like, we're lazy or it's inconvenient to care. Or it's just, like, again, it's the whole frog in the boiling water thing. Yeah. We're just used to it. It's our whole existence. Or it's just, like, you don't think, like, they're watching you. Yeah. Like, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. let me get into that. <laughs> you know, whole situation. So my yeah. story is, you know, we've been known. We know. We know that we've been being watched. Yeah. It's been here this whole time. Um, you know, the terms and conditions are really long. We don't want to read all of that. We're just going to scroll down to the bottom, hit yes, and go on with our lives. Mm-hmm. It's convenience. Um, but I don't think, like, we really get, like, the true depth. I know I don't get the true depth. Like, I was, like, thinking about that all week. I was just like, wow, all right. We always joke about it. Like, I yeah. say so, I'll say something about murder because, you know, that's something I say. Yeah. And then, like, if that was taken out of context, mm-hmm. I would go to jail. And yeah. I'd be like, what do you mean? I've never murdered nobody. And they'll mm-hmm. be like, well, you said you did or you said you thought about it. We count that as premeditated. I'm like. Yeah, I know someone who had a conversation about Black Lives Matter. He's Uh a journalist and was brought in to the police department because of a conversation he had on Facebook about it. He wrote a whole paper about it, so. But I won't won't go out there because we're being secretive this episode. (laughs) 
I was like nervous looking stuff up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm I looking. I had that thought too. I was, I was like, looking oops. up a lot of like surveillance <laughs> stuff. I was like, how's the government watching this? I Googled Snowden's name so many times. And I was like. You were definitely on a oh, list I'm somewhere. on a list now. They're going to be watching me. They're going to be like, oh, she's taking notes. Now everyone you know and love is also on that list. And everyone they know and love is also on that list. Yeah, apparently. I mean, they might have already been on the yeah, list. Yeah, but they, you get three, three degrees. Yeah. It's like to Kevin Bacon, you know, but instead it's to surveillance. <laughs> but yeah, so like they've been doing this. And like we knew. I remember like being in seventh grade and like the Patriot Act had just come out. It's yeah. Like really, my grandpa and I would go to Olive Garden and you tell me about politics every yeah. Monday night. And then so Tuesday nice. night or Tuesday day, because school's in the daytime, I would go to school and I'd be like, I'm smart today. <laughs> I know stuff. Yeah. He told me about the politics. I'm smart and I'm about my stuff. Ask yeah. me questions, teacher. Um, and I definitely had a complex <laughs> every day I came into school on Tuesdays. So we went to Olive Garden and he'd be like telling me about the Patriot Act and how it's like bad and how like it goes against our rights and the Fourth Amendment and the First Amendment and they're like watching us. And it's like they say it's just for terrorists, but like they're watching everybody and it's not cool. And I remember my, my teacher, who I had not said anything in this class, I was just like, eh, yeah. school. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to try. He He's like, any, how do we feel about the Patriot Act here? Someone raise your hand. You can tell me what it is. And I was like, it is an abuse against <laughs> our Fourth Amendment rights. And he looked at me like, I didn't even know you knew what amendments were. Yeah. You've said no words all year. Wow. Okay. And I and then like there was definitely like a crappy like angry man kid. You know, this little yeah. grumpy kid that like, like my Super parents Republican. are Republicans, so <laughs> yeah. You know. You need to find the terrorists. And I was like, shut up. They're going to spy on you. Because all you do is talk about terrorists. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, what a time we had. You know, I was kind of an adventure. I was like really mad about it. Yeah. Because my grandpa taught me about it. And I was like, my grandpa wouldn't lie. That's true. He knows stuff. So I know stuff now. Yeah. But I was like, luckily, my grandpa was like a democratic liberal man. Yeah. Who was not crappy and, like, really trying to be about his stuff. Yeah. And not the other way, because I feel like I would have maybe been the other way. Yeah. Because I was like, my grandpa's God. I believe everything he says. He tells me facts. I reiterate them as if they are my words. Yeah. The first time I went for for voting, my mom voted for Bush instead of Al Gore. And I was really sad. But I do remember that Al Gore won, like, our school vote yeah. like and because we had and I voted for Bush because I was like I don't know what this is yeah. and then when he actually won I was like that's weird because like he definitely those uh recounts for Florida which is where I was uh were a lie <laughs> based yeah. on the knowledge because like those kids were voting by what their parents said yeah so I'm just saying it was fudged yeah that's yeah, my two so cents essentially they started the Patriot Act uh post 9-11 everyone was real scared they were like we need to fight Terrorism. This is the war on terrorism. We're going to get all of the terrorists. We're going to find them. They're all here. Mm -hmm. We need to find them. We're going to listen to everyone's phone calls. It's totally legit. Don't question it. And no one questioned it, except for people who were doing it or people who were real, like, upset and new and were stressed. Uh, And But, like, we we found out and we were still kind of just like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But all right. 
Yeah. Snowden's a good guy. I'm glad he told us. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But then, like, no one really did anything about it. We're just kind of going about our lives, you know. We have all the evidence, and we're just like, eh. It'd be inconvenient to, like, start a revolution. So. Yeah. It's or fine. to put tape on your webcam, Catherine. They're watching you. Literally right now. Yes. <laughs> They're um, watching you. So it's like we really don't think about it. So it's like the the government has been watching us. They have all these ways to watch us. So specifically, like if we're talking about Snowden, he talks a lot about metadata and uh, NSA and FS, FISA mm-hmm. and uh, basically how they take data that like is from our phones and our computers and they aren't always like watching our conversations, but they're tracking us in terms of like where we have been, like where we're going. It's kind of like just like an outline of what's yeah our lives are. And uh, it's actually interesting because really re- now, basically now, mm-hmm. the ACLU is working on passing like a law to protect us further and like further amend the Patriot Act. So I think there was like a second one where they're like, all right, let's cut some of this out. You know, they told on us, so now we got to act like we care. <laughs> Clones, whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, we got to act like we have a moral standard. Yep. America, la-da-da. Let's add some rules that we are not going to follow. That's yeah, really rules that other people think we're following, but we have ways to go around it. <laughs> yeah, so today, according to ACLU, the people who fight these things, yeah. uh, Congress is, like, very close to, like, passing the Safeguarding American Private Records Act of 2020. No. So is introduced by a bipartisan group of Democrats and Republicans, uh, Mm -hmm. specifically Senator Wyden, a Democrat from Oregon, and Danes, a Republican from... Montana. Montana is a state. Cool. Um, I forgot Montana was a state. (laughs) I was like, that's a city. And I was like... No, that's dumb. It's definitely a state. I'm sorry, America and the world, for me messing up just now with ignorance. So the bill is responsible, uh, or bill is in response, essentially. Like, they know we've been spying. They know we're here. They're taking all our stuff. It's basically they're abusing the system day after day after day after day. Mm -hmm. And now we're like, all right, let's do something about it, probs. Uh, Specifically because they're spying on, like, Trump advisors, the spinal people, like, who are in the government, like, basically not using evidence and impeachment. You know, they're spying on everybody and using it conveniently. Yeah. Essentially. And illegally. So they're, like, arresting people. And then, like, it'll happen later where it's, like, they can't keep, they have to throw out the cases because they obtain the information illegally. There's a Temple professor that happened to, actually. Um, And they were, like, they basically arrested him and were, like, hey... We're going to sue you now because you tapped my phone records without mm-hmm. permission. So, like, you didn't have a warrant, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you can't do that. It's illegal. Okay? Yeah. So they're trying to, like, pass protections. And that's essentially a reform to the Section 215 of the Patriot Act, which uh, puts basically an end to the phone record, the call record program. So it's like they can't keep our phone records mm-hmm. anymore is the goal. They still will. Yes. But it'll just be more illegal. They won't have new ones. Yeah. And the biggest thing is they've been tracking our metadata. So I remember watching something on YouTube with uh, Snowden talking. He's like, it's just like a map of our day. 
They see where we go to the bank. They see what websites we log into. They see like where we use our debit card. Like our yeah. bank account is a map of where we've been. Yep. And they use that metadata either to like for advertisements or they use it to like track where we are and what we're doing and like place us in situations uh, and like kind of put pieces of a puzzle together without the context of what actually is happening. Yeah. Uh, it's just dangerous because like those things could be used against us essentially. So the ACLU is doing a lot to like fight these things. They've been really about it. They've been on it. They've been reading. They know all the information. So if you want to know more about all the ways that the United States spying on you, you should check out their website. Yeah. Because there's endless articles that are very long and filled with <laughs> court documents and lots of smart stuff that I just can't talk about this whole episode because we'll never be done. Yeah. Because it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, we have evidence of the years upon years that we've been abusing these powers. There's, like, court documents of the Snowden trial and, like, or not the trial, but, like, his indictment, essentially, yeah. where they're like, hey, you did stuff. What did they call it? I don't know. It's conspiracy? Oh, it conspiracy? they, it, no, it was the, um, man, what was it? Espionage? Espionage Act, yeah. Yeah, it's so. Espionage Act. And I think another thing that really gets me about that is, like, the fact that the government can straight up do all these things in secret. So, like, they can have trials without a jury of your peers if mm -hmm. you send information to a journalist. It doesn't say good or bad information. Yeah. Just information. Yeah. You don't get a trial. You just get locked up. Yeah. Started with all the YouTube views, like, yeah, they said they wouldn't torture me. <laughs> But, like, I didn't think that was really good enough, so... Yeah. I'm going to stay here. Yeah. In Russia. Because, he, yeah, he wants it to be a jury I, by like, peers. I'm not in jail, so that's cool. Yeah, at least not in, like, physical jail. But yeah, he is in Russia. Ironically, is like, he said that he'd come back to work for the government once they came for their, to their senses. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm not surprised by that. All right. All right, dude. Um, but then, like, it, so it's topical. So right now we know the coronavirus is going around. Yeah. People are stressed about it. And what what other thing does a government do than manipulate fear as a way to push their political platform that has previously been thought of as very controversial? China is using the coronavirus spread essentially to push facial recognition. Nah, that's like, weird. Huh? So it's weird. They're, well, yeah, they're trying to use the fear of it spreading to, like, basically validate mm -hmm. the tracking of people to pro provide safety yeah. to everybody. So there's of a bunch course. of articles, specifically, I got ones from Azira.com, I got Time.com, I got TheAtlantic.com. Yeah. All of them saying the same thing, and that, like... They were already trying to really push this, like, facial recognition, a lot of technology, like surveillance at its finest essentially yeah. across China but they're really pushing a lot of things through because of the fear associated with the coronavirus mm -hmm. uh, and that like people are really panicking and they want to feel safe and there's people who like don't want to be spied on but also feel safer now that the cameras exist so that's kind of like the gist of what I've gotten from the articles but there's also lots of people who feel like that's a very large infringement upon their freedoms yeah and you know we see people developing ways to dodge facial recognition so there's what we're doing hood we got a hat mm -hmm. we got we're covering our face you know that's not enough nope. but it's a step mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh but there's people who've been inventing things that basically will block 
uh, facial recognition. So a lot of suggestions were like, put a photo in front of you. You put a photo near you, it just makes the camera get confused, essentially. Yeah. Um, they have where you put a mask of someone else's face on your face. Oh, yeah. Well, there was a guy who's who's... His whole thing is that he sells his face. That's this like photorealistic face, and it's just his face. So that like there'll be a bunch of people, but it all is being recognized as just one man, but hundreds of them <laughs> walking through a city. It's like which one's the real one? Yeah, and it doesn't matter. And it's a way to kind of see like what they're saying. And that's the you are me, you are M E is the site for that. If you want a creepy mask. Yeah, go for it. There's also, like, these really cool, like, metallic glasses face things that yeah. are, like, making your face into art. Mm-hmm. And there was another article I read that was basically just, like, paint your face like you're going to a kid's party. Like, change your hair up while you're at it. And I was yeah. like, all right. <laughs> that just sounds like look weird in public yeah. so that the government can't see you. Yeah. And it's like, but I there's always these masks that, like, distort your face. Yeah. But I feel like I, I would feel very uncomfortable myself just wearing a mask in public. Yeah. I feel like I would feel stressed. Now everyone, yeah, but if everyone was doing it, and then we can, like, you know, make those cameras inaccessible or unusable. The same way, like, if you have a certain license plate thing, if, you, like, a camera tries to catch you, like, your yeah. license plate, it the flash will, or the camera interaction with that thing yeah. will make it so that you can't see their license. Well, it's like, yeah, all this stuff is cool. What I'm saying is that they're going to make it illegal, and it's just like, then we lose a whole chunk of the population that would be protesting with us, essentially, to be like, all right, well, I don't want to go to jail. Not if we don't. I'll do it. And also, there's, like, art and stuff as well. If it becomes something that's, like, a norm, then it's hard to fight against. It's hard to argue that it's a problem. I guess that's true. Unless it's, like, mandatory that your face is on cameras outside. Well, I basically just don't have faith in humanity to unite to do anything ever. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I don't want to be a depressing human. But, like, I really would be like, there's going to be some people who just don't do it. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. I mean, I I want us to unite against the oppression. I'm just saying. Lots of people suck. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the cool metallic face thing where it makes your face art. I think that would be my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to wear those tonight, but I didn't. We can't order them in yeah. time for them to arrive to our house. Or I also suggested that I wear your face and you wear my face. But then we're still both being. Modern. I know, but I can get you in trouble, and then it's fun. <laughs> it's like pranks. No. So we watched and played some stuff. Yeah. We played some video games. Yeah. To simulate fear. They they can't see me? They can't see me? No. They're not allowed. So, yeah. So first we played a game. Yeah. We played Orwell, which is dope. I was so about it. Uh, developer <laughs> Osmotic Studios. Like Osmosis Jones, but not... <laughs> Um, Big Brother has arrived, and it's you! Investigate the times of citizens to find those responsible for a series of terror attacks. Information from the internet, personal communication, and private files are all accessible to you. But be warned, the information you supply will have consequences. Yes, it's the lives of citizens. Yeah, I want to spoil some stuff, because I messed up my playthrough. I super messed up. How? I got myself arrested. Oh. 
I just and then also they the all got arrested and they were all bad. They were all sad about it. Oh, I dismantled the system from the inside. How did you do that? Because I tried and then it just said I was arrested and I got really stressed. I don't know. I don't remember. It was a while ago because this came out in 2013. Yeah. And I played it pretty recent after it had come out. Yeah. And then I also, when the second one was circulating, like when it, I like how I just I pre-ordered it, it. Yeah, and then uh, I only played like the little intro that they gave because it was they were still making it, and then oh. I haven't gotten around to it again. Well, but I, I just bought it, it yesterday, so we, we can have play that again option. when it's no longer relevant for our episode. But it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. Fun. It is. It's one of my favorite games. Um, it was very unique. Essentially, you are big brother, right? You are the government. You're watching people. It is under this guise that, like, there is a bombing in Freedom Park. If I don't know if they could be any more heavy-handed yeah. than what they're saying. Uh, and then they use that as, like, the explanation for why you need to watch these citizens to find the people who are rebelling and... Uh, With a thought. Yeah. And then, like, you know, use the things they say to then gain access to other people, to then gain access to the big people, and then even sometimes cause death. Yeah, it caused a death. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was bad. It was sad. <laughs> uh, but very exciting. Uh, <laughs> we also watched something. Yes. So we watched Snowden from 2016, directed by Oliver Stone. The NSA's illegal surveillance techniques are leaked to the public by one of the agent's employees, Edward Snowden, in the form of thousands of classified documents distributed to the press. Yeah. That's it, what happened, I yeah. guess. It's a very long movie. I enjoyed it. I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I, I do like nice And he did a really good job of, like, doing his voice and his, like, mannerisms yeah. and the way that you he, like, tell he talks. Really, yeah, try like, acted. Yeah. It was good. He did, yeah, I always enjoy him. Oh, me too. So I was, like, excited. He That was, like, primarily why I picked it. Yeah. It was, like, there's that. There's a documentary, Citizen 4, and I was, like, mm, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt, though. <laughs> I watched the him. other one while you were at work. Oh. So I watched both. Nice. You got <laughs> you information. You don't talk about the documentary that much because it was, as you were expecting, like, very long. Yeah. And not captivating. Yeah. The movie was fun. I will say that. It was very, like, like if if you kind of sit back and just enjoy it as, like, a oh, yeah. suspense thriller kind uh -huh. of thing. Um, like Eagle Eye or something with less running. And um, I when I was watching it, the one thought I had was, like, I wonder if Edward Snowden ever in his life imagined that if there were a movie about him, it would star Joseph Gordon-Levitt and would feature a rather long sex scene. Yeah. With Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Shailene Woodley. Like, I don't, I was like uncomfortable because I was like, why? <laughs> and I get why, because it was like he was paranoid because then the camera was on. Yeah. And so it was like they could be watching him, but I was also like, dude, it's so long. It was a long <laughs> Such sex scene. a long scene, yeah. sex scene. And it's like you just see her full butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full butt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, it's like, I'm not talking, I don't know Joseph, what's his name, Edward Snowden? Yeah. It was, he was hard to, like. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know, I guess from the, the phrase at the end where he's just like, you know, I have to, I'm like, it's hard for me to socialize or be personable, I guess. Yeah. Because I think he just isn't, like, in real life. So, I think, yeah, he was just doing that. 
the same thing because he's just like that. Yeah, it was a it was an experience. I would have never watched it if it weren't for this podcast. Oh yeah, no me neither. And I, I just thought it was interesting. So it's like even in watching like the real interviews, where it was like he still wants to do it though, even though he's like mad about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like he left the country specifically to escape yeah. such things. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to be covert. Um, <laughs> but like he did that, and then like still. Was like, oh, if they asked me back, I would. Yeah, they won't. I want to to dive in. There's a bit. I've read a lot, but I'm not going to say it all. I'm going to summarize stuff. One, a thing that I thought about or a film I thought about when we started doing the surveillance, and I talked to you about this cat, was actually The Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> because it was such a great representation of the Bush, Bush administration and the Patriot, Patriot Act. Because yeah. essentially Batman was like, uh, Joker's doing all kinds of stuff and we need to find him in the 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 needle in this haystack of people's cell phones so he used it to make that like image he hacked everyone's cell phone and is it like lucius or whatever morgan freeman's character was like we can't do this the integrity and ethics and he's like we have to we have to throw those ethics out where is it uh and all that stuff so it was literally just like (laughs) it it was yeah essentially the heightened surveillance that we encountered after 9-11 yeah um in the war on terrorism fear makes us do stuff yeah and i remember also in school learning about um how throughout history people have like given up their securities uh in in favor of being protected Oh, right. all so the like time. Privacy and all that. Like at the times in war when we're just like, sure, have the soldiers come into our house. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Oh, sure. Let's initiate stop and frisk. Yeah. Because fear. You, Mike Bloomberg. Anyway. It's 100% fear. <laughs> yes. So uh, let's dive into Orwell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was really fun, but also very stressful. It was oh, hard yes. for me, and I, it's, I'm very surprised I even got through it because it was, like, really hard to, like, watch people. And the whole time I felt just, like, skeevy. Like, I just felt uncomfortable, and, like, I was like, ooh. It'd be like, check their email, and then when you're in their desktop and you see your kids as her desktop screensaver, like, wallpaper, you're just like, oh, no, I don't want to be there. I don't want to do this. That's funny. I felt no emotion at all. No, I felt very uncomfortable the whole time. I was just like, ha-ha, that's cool. I'm in their computer. What? Nice. (laughs) Hack, 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 hack. It's totally good because this isn't real. I know. I'm like, well, I'm also like super empathetic of a person. And I was definitely wow, like. Wow, okay. I'm just saying that that's. I'm also what, empathetic. It was fake people though. Yeah. But I also like feel very strongly about Roombas. We've had this conversation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah. So I totally bought into it and was like super uncomfortable. But I did it like kind of from this viewpoint of like, I want to see what is going on. Yeah. Right. So I guess like if people perceive Snowden to be this hero, they could think that he was doing that and did it as long as he did because he was trying to like break it from the inside, which is what my whole goal was. That yeah. wasn't what he did. But yeah, uh, that's, that's why I rolled my eyes. Not at you. <laughs> yeah. At him. They can't see it. But uh, in it, you uh, 
do like you're essentially working for this agency to find them right uh there's this concept of the like this relationship tree kind of thing which is Mm -hmm. brought up in snowden and also like in his reports and stuff which is this idea that like if the government has a good reason quotation Mm -hmm. to investigate one person then they have cause to now investigate the people around them which means then they have cause to investigate the people around them and then it blossoms out and it's like out and out and out and it was like really wild how you get from like point a to z and you're like wait who is this person (laughs) who's like 10 degrees from this original person and it's like so even the people who are like i don't have anything to hide you're being watched too (laughs) like it doesn't matter no one is safe I was all up in those people computers yeah um the the thing that i really took like that i found most unsettling was that so the computer system and like the the higher-ups only get the information you send to them. So you can pick and choose. So there's some things, like, of course, you'd send, like, an address or something, but there's certain, like, uh, conversations and stuff that you can withhold or you can send. But they're only getting whatever it is that you send them. So there was this time when there was, like, this turn of phrase, like, I'd kill for one of those or something like that. And I sent it by because I was just sending stuff to try to, like, move forward. See, that's what I did, yeah. I was, like, stuck. I sent everything. Yeah, so I was, like, stuck in this thing where I was, like, oh, and that's why I would say contradictory. Yeah. Right. So I was just, I sent it because I was like trying to figure out my way out of here. And it like popped up and it was like, so they will kill for something. I was like, no, this is like, that wasn't real. Like the rest of the conversation was there, but I couldn't highlight that and send that. And then it was too late. Like they already had this, like, and they're like, that's cause for us to go and investigate this. And I was like, oh no, like she just said she'd kill for some shoes or something. Yeah. And I just like totally like ruined her life. And I was like, they could do that. Like, they could literally take anything out of context and well, be like, well, murder, you said this. Murder things. You say, say murder all the time. I do. Re- I volunteer it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, recently, I played this other game on uh, my Switch, but you can play it on your cell phone, called Normal Lost Phone. Yeah, you were telling me about that. And the re- I, I was very hesitant to download it and play it. It was cheap. But I was just like, the same reason for Orwell, where I was like, I don't want to look through this person's phone. I just, Like, it's fictional. But I'm like, ooh, it feels dirty. But I, I downloaded it. I'm a bad it. person. <laughs> no. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> and I think Show that's why stuff. people do. But I was like, I'm going to do it so that I can have something to talk about on the ghouls. So yeah. I uh, <laughs> so I did it for science. And yes. investigate. So I play this game, and it's similar in that you have access to the person's phone, and you're reading text messages, emails, uh, looking at their pictures. Eventually, you get their passwords. You're on their dating yeah. app. Then you're on these message boards. And their life and their trauma is f- filling out in front of you, and it's very personal and very, like, it's, like, part uplifting and part really, really sad. And there was this part where... Um, when I first started playing, the phone orientation was, like, in the middle of my screen. Uh-huh. And I was, like, it said that you can turn it, but, like, yeah. it doesn't coordinate with my phone, my uh, switch. So I had to go into the settings and then say, like, landscape mode or whatever. Yeah. And in there it said, like, erase all da- data. And I was, like, why would someone do that? That's the whole game. And then at the end there's, like, a conversation where the person's, like, like emailing and they're like I'm finally safe like I left my phone it's unopened and I hope no one gets it and then his their friend is like um uh well hopefully that person's a good person and will like erase it and I'm like yes of course I'll erase it for you and I like felt so I was like I'm so sorry I snooped on you uh in your super sad life I'm so happy you found someone who cares about you so that was my experience (laughs) with that 
But it's just yeah. like, imagine someone gets in your phone. Now we have, like, phones that, like, are facial recognition that if police want to get into your phone, all they have to do is hold up your phone to your face. It's unlocked now. Do not use that. Do not use facial recognition on your phone. You think it's cool and fun with your little eyes and stuff, but now you don't have any protection if the police want to search your phone. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> like, just be conspiracy theory lady here. They can literally, while you're handcuffed, be like, boop, now I have access to everything in here. You're not safe. So don't do it. Trust no one. Yeah, it's uh, tough. I agree with you. <laughs> uh, the, the Guardian has this really great um, game uh, or, or article about the game called Hacks by Swing and Election. Orwell Games sums up life in a tech dystopia, and it summarizes the game by saying, uh, George Orwell's 1984 depicted an impressive totalitarian state where civilians had no choice but to ignorantly obey its power structures. The Orwell games highlight that in real life. Ours is a self-surveillance society with willing participants. With the growth of smart technology, we continue to grow more accustomed to being surveyed. We give our personal information away to social networks, phone apps, websites, even though the extent of this information is now common knowledge, we aren't stopping. Yeah, we, that's what I was saying. Yeah. We don't, we, we're just like, I'd be really convenient to care about that. Yeah. I'm not going to read those terms and conditions. I'm just going to sign my life away. It's totally cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I continuously will consider downloading the special app that's, like, for messaging yeah. so that you can, like, have encrypted messages and no one, like, can do it. But the whole thing is, like, other people have to download it. It was like, the people I care about are not going to download this app. And, like, I can't sell fo- send photos. Because it it's not allowed. Yeah. Or you can't download photos from the app or something. I definitely um, signed my life away to use the GIF keyboard. Yeah. It was like, we could use your credit card. Inform- or we could, we, like, if you type important information to this, like. Yeah. Ugh. I never, the only thing that I'm, like, worried about is, like, for my phone, when I buy stuff on Google Store, I do do my fingerprint. Yeah. To like do it so I don't have to type in my password because I'm always on Webtoons yeah. and it'll be like a dollar and you can get FastPass and I'm like okay <laughs> like fingerprint I was like it's a dollar I've spent it like three times this month because I want to get you know on that action it's convenience but, yes it's convenience and it's something that we've already like lived with our entire lives as millennials who've lived in a post 9-11 world for the majority of like our like sentient adult lives yeah. right like we couldn't even fathom a world where you're not being surveyed. Yeah. And, like, that technology isn't so pervasive, right? Like, yeah. So it's foreign to think of, like, that that is a problem. Or not so much a problem, like, we know it's a problem, but to think that there's any alternative. It's like, we just have to do this in order to live efficiently. Yeah. So, like, even, like, the idea of living off the grid seems, like, impossible. I couldn't imagine. So the second series, uh, Oral Ignorance is Strength, which is another play over today, which yeah. 1984, uh, actually goes in further, and it's more about societal control and you're, like, uh, becoming an influencer okay. on their app, which is, like, Twitter, but it's called Blabber, and you're, like, influencing people to do stuff. So it's, like, a different covert way of controlling the population where you're, like, one of them as opposed to, like, watching them from the outside. So that was fun. Now let's get into Snowden. Yeah. Because I have some fun things. Tell me stuff. Because everyone, uh, so when we were watching this, uh, one of the thoughts I had was I was uncomfortable because I was like, they're just making him out to be like this hero. Like he was doing this and he's this valiant, like honestied knight. And I was like, don't get me wrong. What he did is great. Yeah. It's like, it is enlightening when you think about like what we know now versus what we 
would only have could think about or like imagine was happening, right? Yeah. We know to the extent of which these things are happening. And so, um, but I just felt like uncomfortable because <laughs> I was just like, but he was there. And I feel like we're not getting the whole truth. Yeah. To me, it felt like the making of a murder or any other documentary where we're clearly only getting one side of a story because yeah. it is, you know, like swayed towards a specific audience. Well, uh, one thing I thought about when I think about surveillance is uh, here in Pennsylvania, actually, there was a look at that. I've already like now people know where we are. They already know because they listen. But yeah. we say Philly all the time. What do you mean? In Pennsylvania, uh, schools caught monitoring students. They gave out computers to yeah. like their honor roll students or something like that. And then they were tapping into their webcams. And this kid was in trouble and was accused of improper behavior in their home. Like in quotations, that was the ter- thing. And the parents were like, excuse me, what? Yeah. And we're like, you're watching our kids. That's not allowed, right? But yeah. it's like, we gave you this computer. We're watching you. And it, when I was talking to my friend Sergio, who's been on this, this show before, he was like, well, he's like, oh, that's awful. That's crazy. And then he was like, but it is helpful if there was like a kid who had intentions to like shoot up the school or like hurt another kid or like commit. And I was like, exactly. That's exactly the things that they will use is like, because in order to find that one kid who's who's threatening anyone, they have to watch all of them. Yeah. And you think they're just going to turn a blind eye to all these minimal things when they can just get kids in trouble? Like, that's not how it works, especially now here in Pennsylvania where you had kids for cash, locking them up in the four cash prisons uh, <laughs> in juvie for little minimal things. There was a girl in kids for cash who wrote some note about her principal, and they locked her up. She lost, like, four years of her life in juvie for a Facebook message wild right so that's real life (laughs) so um (laughs) yeah so there's all these things where i was just like this is uh essentially like that's the justification of the entire government in watching all of its citizenship right is that we are protecting them from potential terrorists and the people who could be traitors right so this is how we get this wonderful film with joseph gordon levitt so in The Guardian, there is a great, I definitely lived on The Guardian for this episode. Uh, there's a, an article that I immediately clicked on. Um, uh, one, there, it was just like going to explain everything. So I was like, I need this, right? Uh, it says, uh, Edward Snowden, NSA files decoded. Uh, so they mentioned that cell phones, laptops, Facebook, Skype, chat rooms, all allow the NSA to build what is called a pattern of life which yeah. is a detailed profile of a target and anyone associated with them. Metadata. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and much of the NSA's defense is that the public should be unconcerned. And uh, essentially they say, like, if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. Which is like the most privileged thing to say. It's like, well, if you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. And it's like, these are, the society we live in is uh, actively hurt people who aren't doing anything wrong and then making it seem like they did something wrong. Yeah. So. Well. No one is safe. <laughs> no one is safe. So, like, essentially, just like in the game and, it like, because of Snow and what he said, like, in the game, you don't need to be, like, talking to a terror suspect or be a terror suspect to have your, com- like, your communications data be uh, analyzed because yeah. of the whole three hops from its target 
idea. Yeah. So this is the idea that, like, uh, so they have this in this article, which you guys should definitely check out. It's really cool. There's, like, this thing where you put in, like, how many Facebook friends you have, and then it shows you the three hops. So, like, for example, I have 365 friends on Facebook, which I slimmed down. I used to have a ridiculous amount, and I was like, I don't know these people. Yeah. So 365 friends, right? When I translate this to the three hops idea, the second degree or second hop, which is like friend of my friends, could equal up to 50,000 people, right? And then from there, the third hop in the third degree, so the friends of the friends of friends, could uh, be upwards of 9,745,339 people. That's so pretty. And if you... uh, were like very you're a person who's like an influencer or something you have 955 friends which is like on the lower end of what i was looking at you could eventually like by the third hop have the whole population of australia in numbers and this is thanks to um uh three degrees of separation by kenton powell and greg chen who devised this little yeah thing for you that's wild um, <laughs> continuing with this article, uh, the first note and document to be published by The Guardian was a secret court order showing that the NSA was collecting the telephone records of millions of U.S. customers of Verizon. Uh, and earlier in October, the chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee wrote in USA Today that the call records program is not surveillance. It does not collect the content of any communication, nor do the records include names or locations. Uh, so they're trying to like explain it away but the whole thing is like we watched that video with snowden in an interview with joe rogan talking about how cell phones can map you and it's like one it pings the towers so it knows where you are right it also knows who you're communicating with it knows what's near you and knows what apps you're using it's like essentially that rabbit hole like it finds one thing and it can find all these other things because of that yeah. One like because I like how he says it, like you're you can't hear it, but your phone is screaming constantly, like the signal yeah. is screaming out. And I was like, that's really funny. Um, but super true. And I watch and listen and read enough true crime to know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> because many people get caught or try to sneak their way around it. Yeah. Um, I'm like running through this because there's a lot of stuff I want to say. Uh back to some of the things that I did not sit right with me in Snowden, in the fact that he was glorified a little bit, right, um, was, like, the fact that he kept going back in uh-huh. it. And, like, it wasn't ever, like, because he was, like, I'm going to go fix it from the inside. It was always, like, I thought it would be better. Yeah, it was, like, a level of ignorance every time he went. He was, like, I just thought they would change. Yeah. I also hated how they kind of, like, they were really heavy on, like, American surveillance, but they glimpsed over the fact that, like, we were watching and, like, installing devices at our allies, um, like, power facilities Uh so that if they no longer were allies, we could just turn off their electricity or something. Like, that, I was, like, whoa, now we're in science fiction, like, this is like cyber warfare, real stuff, and it was like a blip. It was like a conversation There's we a had with the lady. About in that. It. Yeah, yeah, I was like, hold on. Um, and so then it was like, but the whole thing about the whistleblowing, and that's why they blipped over it, is that if he's doing that, that's not whistleblowing. That's just divulging American secrets. Yeah, which is legal, <laughs> but telling us that he's that America's watching us without any reason. That's whistleblowing. And that's where the problems come in because he really was just telling whatever. Um, Other things I thought were interesting is uh, Snowden's girlfriend, she was like 
super confused all the time where he was yeah. like, don't have nude pictures of yourself. The cloud is dangerous or don't put a webcam. And I was like, whoa, remember a world when people didn't like when people didn't think that was real? Yeah, or they <laughs> so, didn't think that was possible. That was wild. Uh, the the Rubik's Cube thing is made up, if you watched it. It is really cool. But yeah. apparently the actual facility is super lax and did not have, like, all that security. Yeah. He just, like, walked out. Um, <laughs> so that's that. But there's a... Uh, there's a scathing review of the film uh, and Edward Snowden himself on Slate.com, which okay. is the first article that I actually clicked on about this film because I was like, yes. And, um, <laughs> Tell me about it. So it's called The Leaky Myths of, of Snowden by Fred Kaplan. And he, one, re- uh, explains that Snowden released more information than simply what would be called whistleblowing Um which is, like, the fact that, like, Americans are being watched, right? He also um, gave out details about, like, instances where America was listening and on calls from, like, the Taliban. Yeah. Or, like, you know, uh, the certain Pakistan, like, uh, uh, known, like, criminals, essentially. Yeah. So it was, like, they were doing their job, and he released, like, their information yeah. about the jobs that they were doing. Uh, and also the NSA surveillance of cell phone calls worldwide, which is just, like... That's not a part of America. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, and so, the, and, and in this article, Kaplan says, whatever one's views of U.S. foreign policy in those parts of the world, these activities are legitimate aspects of the NSA's charter, which involves intercepting communications of foreign powers. They have nothing to do with domestic surveillance or spying on allies. Exposing these intercepts is not whistleblowing. It's an attempt to blow U.S. intelligence operations. And while Snowden has since acknowledged that other countries do this sort of thing too, not least China and his host at the moment, Russia, he never leaked documents revealing their hacking programs, even though in his job at the NSA, he would have had access to reports and possibly raw data about them as well. Huh. And he says, but he like, like oh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell him. Uh, but he does not. Um, <laughs> so there's also uh, the, so in the film, Nicolas Cage plays this character, Forrester, uh-huh. who is based off of an actual uh uh, NSA whistleblower himself okay. who at first when Snowden came out was like yeah he did it like the kid did it but then later when he was reading all those things he said that it, it seemed like it was transitioning from whistleblower to traitor okay. essentially because of like what it is uh, there's also in this article uh, shining some light on this supposed like genius that they put onto Snowden yeah. like, how he was like oh I finished my thing in 45 minutes it takes four hours yeah. right this is gonna be funny so one uh, he was recognized as being very talented early yeah. on uh, but he did not quit the CIA he was fired oh. and this was because they weren't a good fit which could be like in agreement with what I was saying of him being like seeing uh, the CIA do things that weren't good and destroying people's lives in order to get information out of them. Yeah. Very could be that, right? Uh, he When Snowden went to Hawaii, he was hired by Dell, but was essentially just a, a Mr. Fix-It for their computer networks. He was not someone who was involved or had any role in developing something like Epic Shelter, which wasn't even invented by Dell, Um the huh. contractor did use that program. Yeah. So that was fabricated. Uh, <laughs> there's also, like, this idea that for the whole Hawaii thing that the deputy director of the NSA, who's given a fictitious name in this, yeah. was uh, the one who was so impressed by Snowden that he, like, 
was like, I need you specifically to come here and do it. Yeah. And so Kaplan in this article had reached out to the guy who's actually the director, deputy director, Chris Inglis. Uh, and he wrote back <laughs> in this email and he uh, emphasizes that he could be quoted on the record in all caps, if you would like. And he said, the claim is simply and utterly preposterous. Both the claim that a deputy director would assign such a task to a low level contractor that just does not happen for many, many reasons. And the idea that Snowden was working on some special projects separate and apart from his contracted duties to perform system administration and SharePoint server updates. If you want to know the ins and outs of a fighter aircraft squadron's purposes, tactics, and SOPs, you don't get that from a contractor hired to refuel its airplanes. Huh. Yeah. So he was like, he is nothing, and it didn't make any sense why we would ask him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so even more, like, because uh, <laughs> like, it just goes, there's also this article on Business Insider about it. Um and there's a former hacker with the NSA uh -huh. who said, I can't believe anyone listens to him. It's so infuriating. He was a help desk administrator for the government, essentially. <laughs> like this, you know, <laughs> whatever. Anyway. Anyway. So the last place that he was, which is where he got the documents before he went over to uh, Hong Kong and then eventually to Moscow, was Booz Allen. And so... That whole story was like he was asked to be there, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he was there just enough to get the access to the documents he needed before leaving. Uh -huh. So that was pretty accurate. Uh, but, like, why he was there and how he got there is kind of rough. So he, like, left to go get his epilepsy test yeah. on, like, May 20th. Uh, or he flew to May 20th. And then on May 21st, he checked into the hotel where he later gave the reporters, the information, but uh -huh. there is like weeks between those two things where we don't know what he was doing. Okay. Right. Uh, so he did stay at this post just long enough to get the goods before he like left. So that could seem like he did have a motive. Right. Yeah. But here's my favorite. So, you know, he was like, I completed the test four or five minutes. Well, uh, when he was a Dell contractor, he applied for a job with the NSA's Tailored Access Operations Office, called TAO, and is uh, where the agency's super elite hackers work yeah. like, to get in with the food. So he took it, and he failed the exam the first time. No yeah. shame in that, because that happens. Like, yeah. a lot of it's very hard. So then he took it again, and he passed really yeah. easily. Uh, and then after Snowden fled, and the NSA security officials conducted uh, analysis of his computer, they found that he had downloaded... Uh, underprivileges as a system administrator, the the questions, stole the questions and answered from the TAO exam so that he can get in there. So he, Cheated. that's why he aced the test the second time. He's a big old cheater. So, <laughs> and it's like, he isn't, so there was other questions that were brought up of like his so-called being like stuck in Moscow. Uh -huh. So it was like he, we did, uh, like America, Obama did uh, cancel his visa so he wouldn't, be able to travel but moscow could just let him through right yeah. like they have that power uh also it's like but they won't because they have an american uh who has whistleblown and also revealed s american secrets in their country who is can bend at their whim yeah like you think he can go anywhere without being watched like that's russia okay that's russia that's what they do apparently there's rumors right now that the russians uh are helping Bernie's campaign because that's fun because he won like <laughs> the Nevada, first three yeah he yeah, won these first three things and they're like no uh it's Russia <laughs> it's like okay sure 
Or sure just Bernie is. as like a really great grassroots following. No, could they? Uh, yeah, so that's the hero Snowden and Orwell. And I hope I said it, it was all digestible for people. Yeah. Um, but I was like excited, like one to see like the truth of like what the government really is doing. I was like, whoa. But also to see that like I wasn't wrong in being like, this is feels really one sided. Yeah. Like I've always feel that about documentaries a lot of the time. So like with the Fire Festival documentary, there was two. And I was like, this is great because I get all the information. Uh-huh. Uh, and then with this, it was like, I love you, JGL, but uh, this feels wrong. Yeah, I don't think you're And I great. loved it. So. So if you don't like it, it's Big Brother. Because screw that guy. Can't be watching big me. And going around watching us. And watching stuff. us stuff. He's just a big bully. Big, big brother. Uh, but hey, if you do quiet. like it, it's little sister. Yeah, she's nice. Yeah, DW, she's walking down the street. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to everyone and me. Okay. Uh, yeah. She, little sister, because it's the little people here who can, you know, fight back. Wear Put cool those masks. masks on. Put the masks on your face. Put Proof. your analysis glasses on. Prove me wrong, y'all. Yeah. So that we can't unite and destroy things. Yeah. For the government surveying us through questionable means at the, you know, in in in. In what world would that be positive? <laughs> I don't know. You're the one who's like, we can't revolutionize. I'm just saying I don't Maybe have faith in one people because people are trash. Are you trying to make us hopeless? Gabe, are you all, a, oh, my God. Gabe, you all I'm saying is people are trash. To stop just, the revolution that I'm I don't starting. have faith in people. The Holocaust happened. <laughs> Sorry, too. Like, yeah. people are in, children are in cages probably still now. Yes. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, like, the world people sucks. People are dying in cages. We just don't care. No Mom cares, was taken dropping her kid off at awful. school just uh, last week. Yeah, at a school that we have a program at. Yeah, she was returned later because there was no reason. Anyway. Yeah, it was yeah. at Kirkbride. So, yeah, Big Brother all around for surveillance. It's just a big no. Like, and, and it's, it is sad and it is hopeless because we are so comfortable and, it, and it's... It's so easy to do, and then it's, like, our own fault, you know? Yeah, because we say, we say, yeah. Yeah, accept the terms and conditions. We There's some really in. great uh, documentaries about that stuff, so definitely look them up about, like, the great hack and stuff like that. Yeah. They're super good, especially about, like, our elections and whatnot. Yeah. Because it's real. What about Orwell? It we'll take fun. it in peace. Little sister. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. What about you? I would say it's, like, a medium sibling. Um, because middle sister brother yeah middle sibling middle child syndrome because i hate loved it in that like i enjoy games where i'm in like a computer like my favorite game which is so funny on the computer was this game where i was a cop i was like the the chief and i had to like assign my police people out yes this is the police but i liked it because you're also like you're supposed to fight against the man, and then you're also involved with the mafia. So there was yeah. more to it than I'm just, like, a police officer because that yeah. was not going to fly. But I enjoyed it because I'm just in a computer, and I could just mindlessly be, like... And it was very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, don't get me it wrong. Too. So Orwell was also 
I ran through it very quickly because I was just like, I got to get all this information. It's so crazy. And but I felt bad the whole time. Same with that uh, normal loss phone. I recommend it. Definitely. But yeah. like you can do it really quickly and it's a good story and I don't want to spoil it. That's why I didn't spoil it. I'm more so, I'm just saying that I just very much accept that the computer people aren't real. Mm. So if I was like doing this in real life, yeah, I feel yeah, bad. Yeah, but what if they pretended it was a computer game? Well, then that's messed up. And here we are, and it's bad. I'm just saying, I see everything as a, as a people. We wouldn't all have the same prompt. Yeah, that's true. But you don't know because I wasn't looking over your shoulder. You said what it was. No, I said what I vaguely remember something was. But people say turns and phrases all the time. It's like that book I was reading, and he said, he said, uh, like, meet me, uh, or like, where we're going to shoot the president or something. Like, oh, great, that's going to be taken out of contents. But he said that, and then it was like, that's our code word for meet at Denny's or something. Remember? (laughs) And it was um, uh, John dies at the end. Uh. There's a lot of, John always says stuff where it's like, Mm. in case our phone's being tapped, this is where we murdered that guy. And it's like, no, they're just asking me to bring you some extra smokes. It's like, don't do that because they're going to think you murdered that guy. Yeah, that's the whole funny part. Anyway, uh, what about Snowden in the film? (laughs) Yeah. That's fine. Big brother. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was like middle sibling. Middle sibling in all over town. Yeah, middle child. Yeah, guys, we're all going to watch. It's like scary. I don't know. Maybe we should care about it. Do you care? Do you? Probably not. Yeah. I, like, care, but I also don't know how to fix it. Yeah. Because I want my phone apps. (laughs) Yeah. I want my little fingerprint so I can get to the webtoons faster. We're we're trash. It's so awful. We're all trash. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to fix it. And I, like, don't know if, like, not even just for myself. It's just, like, I don't think. Yeah, People and he was going to, they're not going to do it. And then you all have that idea of, like, oh, I didn't do it. Like, yeah. But it is, like, yeah, your privacy, man. Yeah. I'm sure you're saying, yeah, I'm sure you have web history you don't want people to know about. Sure, sure everyone does. Yeah. Not me. But you probably. <laughs> right, you I guess I'll just look homes. at. I guess I'll just look at your web history after this. You can. I don't and, think there's actually anything. In there. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. I wouldn't do that on my work computer. Okay, I'll look at your tablet. I'll have a tablet. It's also my work tablet. Uh, whatever. So. Get a life. No, Be everything belongs to my job. If I get fired, then I don't have any technology anymore. <laughs> you got nothing. Well, I'm off the grid. Solutions. Now you all can feel as guilty as we do because now you know. Yeah. And now you're involved. You're just in as deep as the rest of us, and you're still being surveyed. And they're if hey, hey FBI agent that's listening to this NSA guy, like give us a like or <laughs> subscribe, share it. Yeah. I think we won't mind. <laughs> If you wanna, I hope you got a kick out of this. If you want to show everyone else at the NSA our podcast. I mean, it's a listen. And then they go in there and they like it on iTunes and they're like, yeah. Please comment on our iTunes if you are an NSA agent. Use a decoy or whatever, but just be like, NSA is watching you. I would love for that. I'd be like, yes, I'm on a list. <laughs> like, Mom, I finally made it. I finally uh, made it. We're famous. We're on the list. <laughs> yeah. Not on the ones that you thought we wanted to be on, but here we are. We're on some. Anyway, uh, don't get married. We'll eat your kids. Gonna be taken out of context. Yeah. <laughs> we're not eating kids. 
Uh, it's too late. <laughs>